Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Coach Tamika, and I am joined by, of course, you all know my bestie, my BFF in the whole wide world, Sex Coach Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. You're fine? Uh, that's the smile that lights up my day. Okay. <laughs> and we also have our second fierce and fabulous woman, a woman who I met a few months ago and it was like I've known her my whole entire life, Dr. Indy Jones. Dr. Indy is what I call her because it just brings me joy to say it. She's a <laughs> certified internist. She is from Buffalo, New York, practices general medicine up in the South. Good old Atlanta now. Hello, Dr. Indy. Hello, Tamika. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm just great. Excited to be on this call. I am so excited to have you. And for those of you who don't know Dr. Indy, she has a fabulous book out. And her book is called Healthy Living for Women. And I don't know if you all can see it. And you see all the post-its and stuff because it was just like so many little precious golden nuggets for me that I just highlight, put tabs in. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh my God. I actually love, love, love this book. And it really is a must read for all women because what I love about it is not only do you speak in you know layman layman terms but you also gave like little exercises and for someone like me that you know it's one thing when you read something like oh yeah that's a good concept but when you get that power to actually do an exercise and then for me it sticks better and I loved it and I know Mary has gotten a book, too, like she promised. I did, but I'm not going to front. I did not finish because I stuck at reading. But I have to say, I'm usually turned off by books. It caught my attention right away. I know I sound like such a dumbass saying that, but like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm better if someone tells me, like, I could listen. Um, but when I started reading it, I was like, oh my God, it wasn't difficult to read. It caught my attention right away and I, I enjoyed it. Unfortunately, I had some incidents over the last few days, so I didn't get a chance to finish, but I intend on finishing it. Um, but I, I do love the fact that the, the, the first thing was about the positive thinking and how the mind is the most powerful and how she explained about, you know, where it wouldn't be medically possible for a disease to get cured, but because of the way the person thought, it like cured them or made them live longer. You know, basically the mind is such a powerful tool. Um, So that I was very like, you know, I wasn't really a fan of the exercise that I had to do. Um, I was like, she wants me to do what and where? What? Oh, oh yeah, I, I know exactly what exercise she's talking about. I said, I gotta skip this for a second because if I get if I if I purposely sidetrack from reading, it's gonna take me a minute to get back. I said, I'm gonna skip that for later. 
that's the best exercise. And I'm not even going to say what it is because people are going to have to get the book. Y'all get the book and you do that exercise because that is an exercise where it's going to test you because like Mary said, it's like, did you want me to do what? No. Okay, so what? I, I, was like, I was like, let me read that again. I was like, let me read that again in case I skip some lines. And I was like, oh, doctor. <laughs> okay, sex therapy. Right Come on. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> she like delving into other people's sex lives. You tell her to do something. She like, what? I don't know. I, 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 I used to be Catholic. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> it's, it's a oh my goodness. So Dr. Andy, what made you actually want to write this book? Tell us a little bit about yourself and sure. what what was your reasoning behind this fabulous book? Sure. Well, let me tell you. Tamika, uh, where do I begin? <laughs> um, you, thank you for the introduction. I am a physician. I've been practicing, I got to keep counting. Let's see, my youngest is 14, um, something like that, 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> Long time. You know, I, I went to school late. Uh, I got married right out of undergrad. And uh, being a doctor was always my dream from when I was a little girl. And I explained mm -hmm. it in the book that it was just a, a, um, a God-ordained thing because I had no reason, no rhyme or reason to believe that I should or could be a doctor. It's like, well, where did that come from? Little black girl in the 60s. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. But with that, somehow or another, I don't know what happened in my mama's womb or whatever, I just had so, such low self-esteem and self-doubt. So mm -hmm. I sabotaged myself over the years. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I talk about it in the book, but I did get married, um, waited 10 years before I went to medical school, applied to one school and got in. So again, nothing but God. It's like, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they liked that I was a more mature, you know, candidate or student or what have you. Um, and, you know, life was going pretty good. I had my two boys and then something really um, devastating happened. Uh, I got divorced. It was my own choice, okay? Um, but there was just some devastating revelation that I had to deal with, and it just rocked my world. But I finally got the strength to do what I needed to do mm. and do just that. At the same time, my mom was dying of cancer. Uh, okay. So she passed after my divorce about a year later, and then my close sister that I was very close to, my other best friend, she died the following year. So oh. the book was sort of therapeutic for me. I was writing it in the process of going through my stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of came to completion a couple years after uh, my sister passed, I believe. And um, so I went through coaching, counseling, all this stuff. I needed to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went through a coaching program and I said, you know, this is for me. I don't know that I'll ever coach women, but again, that divine dictate kept telling me, okay, you need to do more with this. You, you got this book and you're going to do some coaching when you're not working in the hospital. I'm like, really God? <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, um, I released the book, um, uh, self-published about a year uh, not quite a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and 
my coaching practice is kind of centered around that. I do live events um, here in Georgia. I speak, you know, at churches, uh, businesses, and things like that. So I, I do a whole lot, and it's my passion. You know, I really am passionate about empowering women to take care of themselves. Mm. And I'm also very passionate about dealing with the mind, the emotions, the mindset, because that's where it all starts and ends. It's like what we do and don't do, what we should do and don't do, and what we do and shouldn't, it all starts in the mind. And I'm very holistic in my methodology. It's mind, body, and spirit. We all know we've got to eat right and exercise. I don't need to you know, preach that sermon. But the uncomfortable work of working on yourself, you know, we have strong women. And, and I'm very transparent in the book about my issues. Mm-hmm. We have strong women out there that are hurting in the inside. And so I'm here to help you deal with that and grow from that and just be your best, healthy, happy self. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty much where the book came from. Wow. Well, you know, you do reveal a lot mm-hmm. in your book, a lot of yourself, mm-hmm. which I actually thank you for because, you know, I read, I'm unlike Mary, I read all day, every day. So I probably mm-hmm. read health, health books easily twice to a month easily. Oh, and that's great. where oh, wow. yours differ is you see you in it. You know, it's like, I see a very beautiful, successful black woman who went back to school, who got her, her MD. She's a doctor, you know, I'm I'm sure everybody outside, you know, looking in is like, oh my God, you know, she has this, or Mm -hmm. she has her husband, she has her kids, she has this perfect life. And when I read your book, I was like, oh my goodness, like, she's just like me, or she's just like, you know, my sister. And Mm -hmm. I, I just, cannot tell you how much I enjoy the book. You talk about the mind, body, and spirit mm-hmm. connection, and you break it down in different sections. So, you know, she has a section on depression, you know, anxiety, you know, it's just all of these different sections. And I was very good until I got into your guilt and shame section, mm. because that was one of my biggest, biggest hurdles to deal with on my path was feeling ashamed to be, you know, brown, being ashamed to be a woman, being ashamed to be outspoken, being ashamed because I was smart. It just, that really just, you know, struck a chord. Like I had to put that section down. I was like, ah, I gotta gotta breathe a little bit. Because, you know, for everything else I can do, but that was the part, you know, feeling mm-hmm. that guilty and, and that shame is what was the hardest for me to, yeah. to overcome. And you put it so perfectly. And I, I definitely thank you for that. I'll have a side conversation with you. Okay. Because I this like podcast it. is about yes. you, not about me. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I was finish <laughs> To me, I'm glad you said that. I was about to put my coaching hat on and say, tell me a little bit more about that. <laughs> oh, you were. I saw it in your face. And I was like, no, this is not her right now. Everybody know I'm already crazy. <laughs> but it, 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 it really did. It was like, oh, wow. You know, I, mm-hmm. I know what, what that is. And another thing that, that got me, because I deal with this in my practice with mm-hmm. a lot of women, is the negative self-fulfilling prophecies. Yes. You do things and 
they don't even realize that they're doing it. I mean, my, right. I had a client yesterday. At, it, it was right out of your book, what you were saying. And I said, you know, I'm going to give you a link to an Amazon book from Dr. <laughs> Andy Jones. <laughs> because we do that. Like we, yes. we create these situations and we think about them. We think negatively and then therefore it, it just comes true. And then we say, I knew that was going to happen. Yes. <laughs> yes, because as you think, so are you. <laughs> exactly. You manifest the very thing that you dread. Yes, and you bring it to you. And so, yes. of course, yes, you, yes, it works. What was mm -hmm. that saying? Whether you think you can or you think you can, you're right. That yes. You, you put that on you. Yes. <laughs> So what you think over there, Mary? What's going on with you? Um, well, I mean, I, I was very um, interested when she, it, it caught my attention when she started talking about the mind and a lot of the things she was saying about when she had, the, you know, the, the low self-esteem and how she didn't think she can do, you know, when she took the test and it said she could do something further than the doctor. Mm -hmm. And I just started thinking about all the things that I went through you know, growing up, and I know, Dr. Indy, you said you don't know how, but you had self-esteem issues when you were younger. My self-esteem issues came from my own mother, who was telling me that, you know, that I wasn't smart enough, or, you know, that I couldn't do certain things, and I shouldn't even waste my time going to school, and, you know, that I should just work and help the family, and um, I went through this my entire life and I, as I'm like reading, that's, that's really what caught my attention is I felt like she was talking to me mm. and I was like, damn, man, like I, I, I'm, I've done all this. I've told myself I can't do X, Y, and Z because of, you know, what I've been told. And I attach myself, like I'll have the negative thought mm -hmm. and I hold on to it because I'm like, well, it came into my brain. So, and then I won't let it go. Like, I, I don't let it go. And even even now, like I'm still a work in progress. And, yeah, it, you know, I try so hard. And the, the whole thing about, you, you know, the positive thinking. And then we stress out when we have a negative thought. And I do that. I'm like, shit, I'm supposed to have a positive way of thinking. But that little negative thought came in. And then I kind of let it stay there instead of mm -hmm. just taking it seeing what it is and like kind of releasing it, I hold on to it. I'm like, well, it's already here. So <laughs> that's what it is. And I don't want to let it go. And, you know, and then I start stressing about, and you say nothing good will come of it. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And it's like, you know, what do you do from there? So now I, now I really want to go further into the book to see what do I do now? You know, so that I can teach myself because I need to, you know, I, I need to work on myself and I need to, there's so many things that I want to do, but it's my own brain that's stopping me because I, I keep saying that I don't feel like I'm smart enough. Um, I, I'm, I think I have ADD, even though I'm not diagnosed because I can't sit still for a second. Um, you know, I get looked at as Asian, so Asians are supposed to be smart. I'm really not smart like most Asians. Tamika reads more than I do. Um, she you understands are smart, so stop okay, saying well, book smart you know I don't have a degree so automatically I think I can't complete or accomplish certain things because of that no. I'm always attaching these negative things to that and so now I you know I want to work on 
you know, the mind so that I can actually accomplish the things that I want to accomplish. Right. Great. You hear where I go through? You hear this, Dr. MD? This is what I go through. I hear it. I know. I get that level. We got to work on that. <laughs> we got to Every day, it is a process. And, yeah. you know, I don't, I, I won't say if you have ADD or ADHD or not, um, <laughs> because I'm not a medical doctor, but I know that you like to keep yourself busy. Because when you keep yourself busy, then you don't have to think about what hurts you and you like to run away. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you need to finish this book because Dr. Indy gives you ways. She get Yes, she gives you, uh, you got naked have ones? To <laughs> Oh, are there more naked exercises in here? Oh, <laughs> look. I'll be like, all right, I'll pause. No, that. no, one. just one. No, just, just one. One naked one. Now everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm definitely going to this now. Naked exercises. They're like, oh, yeah. Dr. Amy will be like, oh, I sold another few hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, yes. Get finish the book because she does Dr. Indy does give a health and wellness plan, you know, within the book. It, so she, she's just not preaching it to you. She wants you to take what she's saying and applying it. And that's the only way it's actually gonna stick. Because again, how many times, Mary, do I say things to you when you get crazy? And you go, I know, I know. And then I go, I know you know, but if you just apply what you know, we'd both be billionaires. <laughs> I know, I know. And she did a little exercise too, a little quiz where she wrote complete these phrases and they automatically came in. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know some of the stuff I'm supposed to be doing, but I really don't. <laughs> Damn it, it's in there, it's just, hmm. So, Dr. Indy, for the crazy, I mean, for the, <laughs> the people like me and Mary, I put myself in it too. <laughs> when you know what you're supposed to be doing, mm -hmm. but you don't, for whatever reason, you know, oh, I'm busy with the kids, or I got to work. Sure. Or, oh, I'm like, what do you say to those type of clients to help them get at least started on the right right and that's that's a very good question it, it's all about accountability so at least having me work with them for a little while will help like you said get the ball rolling and then when you implement certain things your brain begins to change and just like with anything it becomes second nature you have to unlearn some things and and learn some new things so for one thing this is something really simple i just tell women to schedule the time that you're going to put aside to work on your personal health and wellness plan. It's something that's always evolving and changes from week to week. You know, you have the big plan, but then you have to deal with what's going on here and now in your life and make adjustments to whatever that is. So I say, get out your calendar, pencil in, put it in your phone, set the reminders that I'm going to do XYZ in these different categories based on what's important to you and in your life. And one thing that works for me personally is, and it doesn't always happen, but ideally is that if I get up first thing in the morning and I meditate and I pray, it sets the tone 
for the rest of the day so that no matter what happens, I'm covered. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if I just jump out of bed very harried and in a hurry and, you know, I have a stressful job. I'm dealing with people's lives. (laughs) So when I'm in the hospital, you know, sometimes it's life and death. Sometimes it's just a runny nose. But nonetheless, it's, it's serious business. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of, I have to take an ounce of prevention for myself. Yeah. I'm not always successful, but each new day I get another chance to, to do that. So putting yourself first, because that's the thing as women, we always put ourselves last mm-hmm. or we're nowhere in the equation at all. So if you set a date and time of the week, say Sunday evening and say, this is the plan for me for the rest of the week. And don't put it at the end of the day. If it's just getting up five or 10 minutes early to do whatever it is you want to do, meditate, pray, uh, just anything, have your cup of coffee and just whatever, Mm. just make sure you do that for you. Just small baby steps. And then you can plan out the rest of the week uh, accordingly. But it has to be a very intentional thing. It It can't just be a theory in your head. You have to write it down. I'm sure there are many women who schedule their family activities. Uh, they may be a manager on their job and they have to manage everybody else. But how about managing yourself and taking mm. care of yourself first? Because mm. you have to figure out what's important to you and what you need. Another thing I started doing, I know not everybody has the luxury to do this, but I get a massage every week that I'm off. So I, I, I work every other week. So that's when I get to really do a lot of my uh, coaching business on my off week. But seven days of taking care of people's lives and keeping hearts beating and lungs inflated, it's Mm. stressful. So the first thing I do on my first day off is I go get my massage. And for the longest, I was skipping them. You know, everybody knows massage envy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I had the membership. I have the membership. I've had it for years, but girlfriend, married Tamika, I had... I was so in arrears of getting my massage. So I had to double up and triple up for a while before I caught up. <laughs> oh, my God. She just like, gave him a shout-out, too. Shout-out to Massage. Shout-out to Massage. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. This needs to be a routine, preventative maintenance thing for me. I'm paying for it, and I, I upped it. Now I'm, I'm going every other week. As long as I'm able to do it, that's what I'm going to do. So it's like that self-care. Pampering is just one component of it. Um, You know, taking care of your temple. You have to get the nutrition you need. You have Mm. to exercise. You got to get the sleep you need. Just the fundamental, because if your temple is all jacked up, nothing else is going to matter. You're not going to have any energy to give to your family, your job, anything. You're just going to burn out. You're going to get burned out. Mm-hmm. So you got to take care of your mind and your body and your spirit, and then everything else will flow. I mean, we're going to have ups and downs. We're going to have tragedies, you know, derailments. Like I said, me was divorced, mom and sister, boom, boom, boom. And by the grace of God, I got through it all, but it just, it was not fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I tell people, you grow through what you go through. And, and because of what I've been through, that's why I'm here talking to you tonight. You know, it just, it's all a perspective in your personality. You know, some people are more prone to anxiety no matter what. So I'm just blessed to at least have the mindset to know to be proactive, know my own issues and work with them and work through them. You know, because mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've had moments of uh, just feeling anxiety and on edge even over the past year, you know, and I said, okay, I need to take my own medicine. I need to get back into my meditating, my deep breathing and 
I can't just keep helping everybody else with this stuff. I got to do it myself. So sometimes right. I have to step back and say, hey, go read your book. <laughs> <laughs> go read your book. <laughs> no, she did. I love that. That's right, because Dr. Indy got to be taking care of herself because she got to take care of us. So, yeah. uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dr. Jones, go read your book. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And sometimes I go back and I'm like, ooh, this is some good stuff. You know, I did that because I've read this three times now. Mm -hmm. And when I went back to it, it was two days ago. And one part, because, you know, I'm of the belief that you read something once, okay, you read something twice. No matter mm-hmm. how many times you read it, you're going to pick up something else. Did you really? You know, my girlfriend just said that. We just, we, just, we just met. We're like sisters from another mister. I, I met her at a conference that I spoke at, and she's been hearing me on prayer calls and stuff, but she's been, she's been sort of like a, a groupie, a stand I didn't know I had. She's in Texas, and she was giving me a little pep talk today about my vision for 2020, and she said the exact same thing that you said. Yes, it is the truth. So here mm-hmm. it is, my third time reading. I probably could recite most of this book, and mm-hmm. I read, and it got to, and I know it was God. It was mm-hmm. God. That's what it was, and mm-hmm. I got to uh, your fallacies and the control fallacy, mm-hmm. and I said, because I was going through something at the moment. And that's what it was all about. So here it is. I'm just doo do And I read that and I had to stop. And mm-hmm. I said, all right, God, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let yeah. it go because I've done all I can do. And I can't right. do it anymore. The rest is on you, you know. Yes. So I'm with you. When you get out of balance, you go back and read your book because that's, that's what right. I'm going to do. You've got to keep rubbing it in that you read it multiple times, damn it. <laughs> It was so good. And you know, it's it's a nice, easy read. And yeah. those are the have things to say that, that those are the things that, that I love. Like I do love mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I love the Moby Dicks and the Crime and Punishment, but I, I just love the easy reads. And it, it was like, wow, that's what I, I needed on my fact it was mm-hmm. Monday. That's what mm-hmm. I needed to, to to read on Monday. That's great. And, you know, I'm just telling you, I'm I'm very spiritual. I'm not self-righteous by any means. I know spirituality means different things to different people, and I talk about that in the book. Yes, you do. But I was just sharing a story of how one of the women at the hospital who's retired, she worked in medical records, she just told me I was going to be doing, like, kind of what I'm doing, and people are going to be referencing books. And I'm looking at her like, who are you? Where'd you come from? Like, how do you know my life? How does she know (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So she was just confirmation that I was on the right path. I was still writing at that time. Mm. And I had told her, but she's like, I just see you here doing this, this, that, and other, teaching women. I was like, oh gosh, have I been touched by an angel? What is going on? Yes, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it blew me away. I was really freaked out. <laughs> Oh my so, so when you're saying you go back to it, she's like, yeah, they're going to be able to get this off the shelf and they're going to open it. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's right. That, that's what I'm doing. And that's what a whole lot of other people doing it. And it's all because of you. So, you, you know, I, I thank you. I cannot thank you enough for this book. Thank so you. I cannot wait and, for and you know, Mary I was to worried about. I was worried about the brevity, but it was just as long as it needed to be. It was. I'm, you, I know. You, you said that too. You were worried. 
that no yeah. one's going to read it. And you're like, if I helped just one woman, I did enough. And in, in my, when, when you said that, I said to myself, you know what? I should have that same mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I always have to just think in my head that I need to help thousands and make right. this and do that? If I can get my message across to one and help one person, that should be good enough. And if right. you know, someone has a negative thought about me, that's none of my concern. Or, you know. right. mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that really, that, that got to me. And I was like, all right, doctor, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> <I got you." laughs> so now I, I'm very excited to, to finish. So do you find yourself uh, or do you have it um, a plan in mind to have like another book coming out? Like continuing from this one? Yes, I believe so. I'm just waiting for the right timing because self-publishing is not easy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I still need, you know, it's 2020. I need to really have a new fresh plan to really get this one out there and more hands, mm-hmm. um, you know, more eyes to read. Uh, you know, even if people go to my website, if they're more digital, I even have a, a digital form of it that they can get. So okay. um, I'm really, really trying to get the message out. You know, everything happens in God's timing. So definitely because I really enjoyed the process of writing it. I really loved it. And again, it was therapeutic. It really was. Yeah. Well, that's but a lot good. of work, you know, a lot of work. So, but definitely I do have, plan on writing another for sure. Okay. Yay. Well, you All know, right. you just let me know when that's coming out because I'll be like the first. <laughs> I'll be the one like, yay! <laughs> oh my goodness! So that. So is I have a question in, in your in your coaching, um, mm-hmm. in your coaching practice. What's the most common, I guess, <clears throat> issue that you hear from women? Um, the most common, and then what is your advice to them with okay. that most common problem? A lot of it has to do with relationships. Um, yeah, a lot of it has to do with, and it could be any type of relationship. It could be romantic. It could be your relationship with your parents. You know, I've had a client where there was issues with her parents, and she's a grown woman. <laughs> you know, um, issues, hard. you know, mother daughter issues, where again, it's not even get this. It's not even something that's so demonstrative where people can see, you know, that there's problems. But like I said, we, we have this facade, we wear these masks mm. and, and it's a protection. And of course you have to, to a certain extent, or else you can't function. You can't go around telling everybody your business 24 right. seven, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but we're holding so much inside. And so when they feel there's a pain point that they really just feel that they need to get some help. A lot of it is centering around anxiety and depression because of the dynamics of the relationships. A client, you know, losing her hair, you know, so the whole mind-body connection, the mind is so powerful. It can heal or it can make you ill. Mm. Yes, it can. I write prescriptions all day, every day when I'm working, okay? I order tests and I write prescriptions. And for me, I'm just putting out fires. I'm putting band-aids on situations, right? Mm. But we need to get to the core problem. That's another reason why I wrote the book. Because when I'm dealing with my patients, granted, there are some diseases that just are for all the scientific reasons. But sometimes, and many times, I'm dealing with patients in the hospital who have overdosed. 
who mm. didn't take their blood pressure medicine because they just didn't feel that they needed to. So now they're on dialysis or having a stroke or a heart attack. Mm. Didn't modify to make up their diet when they know they're diabetic <laughs> and they're having a heart attack or a stroke. Um, having somatic symptoms of diseases with a negative workup and I got to call this, you know, psychiatrist to say, please help adjust their depression medication because this is pretty bad, you know. Um, having symptoms that in their mind is something wrong, but it really isn't. And it's not a conscious thing. It's a subconscious thing because they have so much stress. They don't, they don't know how to handle it. And their body is having symptoms of a disease that their mind is producing. You know what I mean? And I see so much of that. I had a young lady not too long ago who had ignored rectal bleeding for a few years, like off and on. Oh, and she had this, she had, I want to, you know, she had some inf- inflammation in her colon. She had one of those inflammatory diseases mm-hmm. and she ended up having to have a colon removed. She was a young oh. woman. But she had relationship issues. You know what I'm saying? And she just thought she had to to hold it all to keep it together to the neglect of herself where she just kind of didn't deal with it. Had she dealt with it sooner, probably we could control the disease process. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. she did, you know, she has a a bag, you know, no colon. Uh-huh. Um, and had been ignoring uh-huh. symptoms for years, so it was a mind thing. Do you hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I see so many of those scenarios. So not being able to deal with the stress in your life, which because we don't live in a bubble, nine times out of ten, it's the relationships. And it's again, it's not even always something visible that's wrong. A lot of it is inter- internal. Mm-hmm. Things that you can't deal with, you're not satisfied with. It could mm-hmm. be peaceful on the surface but there's something going on inside of you that you're not able to deal with in an effective, healthy way. So we need to take the mask off and we need to do the work. We need to get comfortable with feeling what we feel, process it, and then be proactive and do something about whatever it is that's bothering us. Mm -hmm. Mm. Letting go of the past and not worrying about the future, staying present, but being solution focused while you're present. Like, okay, I have this problem. I'm going to work on it but I'm not going to stress myself out worrying about what the outcome is going to be. You know, do what I need to do. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to be enjoy the pleasurable things in life that I have in front of me to enjoy because all we have is each moment. That's it. Mm -hmm. And as I just said that that moment's gone and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm having another one. So we have to live moment to moment be very conscious and aware of what we need to do to reduce stress. So when we have that personal health and wellness plan, write it down, reevaluate it, adjust it. Do you love you? Self-love is not selfish. It's essential. I preach that all day long. We got to love ourselves, ladies. We just, we have to. You see, I'm really passionate about this. I love it. I love it. I really feel like she's telling me. (laughs) That's God talking to you through Dr. Indy. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Because it really is, it's, it's so true. And for whatever reason, especially, you know, I can only speak on being a woman because I don't know how it is to be a man, but we just take on so much and Mm -hmm. we do put on this facade and we, we, we can't show how we, 
or we think we can't show how we really feel because then this one gets upset or I, I don't even have time to, to, right. to grieve, you know? Right. You know, I always tell people, you know, my mother died when I was 14. It was 1990. I did not weep for her death until I was 25 years old. Oh and, God. and I had to at that point because I thought if I, I knew if I didn't, that I was probably going to have a heart attack because at that time oh, I just felt heart palpitations of heart and I was going to doctors and going to doctors and they're like, is nothing wrong with you? And I'm like, is something wrong with me? I don't know what you're talking about. And it took a holistic doctor to just, you know, just ask me a question. He goes, well, what's wrong with you? I said, it's my heart. And he goes, well, what pains your heart? And all I said was, I miss my mother. And he says, well, did you grieve? I said, uh, uh. I don't know. Did you cry? Well, no, but not everybody cries. He goes, when you, after you grieve your mother, then you will feel better. And it took me two years to grieve. But after mm -hmm. that, it's like those, that, that feeling on my chest just went away. Mm -hmm. So I definitely know how, how that is to, to keep stuff inside and think that you have to because you have to be strong you know it, it's, it's Tamika she she cool she cool mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah I'm cool I'm cool and inside I'm about to have a heart attack right. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. so now you know my life is is very different and like you said we we all have areas where we need to improve on and your book just I'm telling you that guilt and shame your book just put another little notch on something else that I'm going to have to to work on but I take it day by day. That's all right. I can do because I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. So That's I'm happy right. right now. And I'm like, yeah, I get to talk to Mary and Dr. Mm -hmm. Amy right now. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow I may not wake, wake up in the morning. So I'm happy you're waking up tomorrow when I touch you. Oh my God, you sound just like my daughter when I say that. Oh. I, I, know, I, hope I, I know it sounds morbid, <laughs> but I hear you. I hear you. you. you know, it's true. It's, it's a reality. Yeah. We don't want to talk like that, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm having fun right now, messing with Mary and, you know, getting to talk to this, this wonderful doctor and author. Yes! <laughs> Do you find like you have like a conflict of interest because you're a doctor in... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You, you froze, froze, Mary. She froze. Mary, you froze. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's because she was about to ask something she ain't had no business asking. <laughs> I think what she was going to ask is, do you have a conflict of interest being a medical doctor and also, you know, your spiritual, you know, part of you, you mm -hmm. know, teaching about? It's, it's all, it's all, it's who I am. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say. It's just who I am. Am I still frozen? No, now I we can. No, hear now you. you're not. Okay, oh. you can go ahead and ask. <laughs> yeah, she. Well, it's funny because that's exactly what I was gonna ask. I was like, yeah, she really knows me well. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I did. 1989, baby. I know you well. Yeah, it, it's who I am, and mm -hmm. I I can't. I don't know how to be anything other than who I am in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, I. Uh, encounter like-minded patients as well mm. and when i get the green light i go there when i see them you know we talk why couldn't you be here so you could right. be my doctor <laughs> like some of these doctors like they don't believe in like alternative or mm -hmm. you know i remember once i took my son to the doctor 
and um you know i was telling them oh um if i change the diet or if i mm -hmm. uh increase the activity would that help no not really just give him these antibiotics and blah 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 blah. and he completely dismissed me right that's not and good. i looked at him like no <laughs> give him just that and then i said so if i change the diet no that's not gonna work and i was mm -hmm. like oh okay i was like well that sucks you know, and I remember I went to Tamika and I had asked her because that she was the one that started putting those thoughts. Because I used to listen to anything the doctor said. I took it. Oh, you drugs? Okay, give me. You know, mm -hmm. well, that's what I'll do. And she shed some light and was like, no, it's this bad and try this. And, you know, so I remember one time my son wasn't feeling well and I took him to the park and I made him, um, and it was cold. This was winter. This was a mm -hmm. couple of years ago. I made him take his, his foot off. And I said, I want you to look up into the sky and look at the sun. I said, close your eyes. I said, and take deep breaths. And by the next day, he was fine. Mm -hmm. Like, he felt better, and I sent him to school. And he's like, I'm going to tell my teacher that you, you made me better by taking me to the park. And I said, okay. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. I took him with me. Everyone mm -hmm. thought I was crazy. They're like, he has a fever. Why are you taking him out? Keep him inside. And I said, no, he got sick from being inside. Mm -hmm. So I took him out with me and, you know, I bundled him up well and we went for walks at the time I was dog walking and he came, he basically came to work with me and he was fine the next day and he loved it. He was so happy. I mm -hmm. said, just breathe in, take deep breaths, baby. I'm like, take deep breaths of fresh air. And he, and that's what he did. And all the years I worked outside, I rarely ever got sick because I was outside mm -hmm. and they all, and I worked in like below zero, my fingers were frozen. And I hardly ever got sick because I was outside breathing. I wasn't inside with everybody else. With so, all these germs. Exactly. <laughs> we need more Dr. Indies over here. Yes, we do. They yes. are there, especially where, you know, where we are over here in, in Jersey. They're all about, you know, getting prescribed. Medicine, yeah. It's like within five minutes, like you just in and out. You just Yeah, in and, and out. you got antibiotics. Here's and you got, yep, here, here it is. They're so overprescribed. I had a friend, I had a friend, uh, well, he, anyway, I do kind of, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> You know, I love doctors. I'd say it all the time. You know, doctors are key. Science is key. You know, there are a lot of things out here where people really do need, you know, medicine. If you are a type one diabetic, you can change your diet all you want to, but you need that <laughs> insulin. You know, yeah. you need that insulin or you're going to die. Yeah. So I'm just saying that. Exactly. You know, if you change your diet, you may not need as much of it, but exactly. you're going to need it. So mm -hmm. there is definitely a place, but I love doctors like, you who take into account the whole person like you're not just about the you're about okay well what's what's really causing that and not just treating you know symptoms hey you got a headache yeah just take this pill well what's, mm -hmm, what's causing exactly. your headache you know is mm -hmm. it something you needed something really going on in your brain or are you stressed or you know what's going on 
beyond the symptoms. Yes. Right. That's why I love you. And oh my goodness, thank you, Dr. Indy. You have been like awesome. I could sit here and talk to you all day. And then oh, I was thank you. saying, you, your podcast is so long. And I'm like, I had Dr. Indy on it, y'all. Y'all know y'all got that free, valuable information. So be happy. And I want to just show the book again, Healthy Living for Women. Even though y'all reading it backwards, y'all know what it says. <laughs> and if you want the electronic version, then she does have that on your website. And that's the Mindful Health for Women, the number four, dot com. If you want to read her book online, if you're that type of like on your phone or your computer yeah. or what have you. All they have to do is when they get to the main page, just click the little blue lines in the top corner and the drop down will say store and then just go to store. She got her own store on the website. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. We're going to put all of Dr. ND's information in the notes on the podcast. It will be on YouTube. There will be links to her Facebook, to her uh, website, her email. If you have any questions, you know, reach out to her, let her know. And we definitely enjoyed having you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed being with you. Thank you for having me. We talk about I can't wait to finish. <laughs> I will let you know when I finish. I, yes. I will finish soon because I really, I, I, I need it. Yeah. I do. Yeah, it's 2020 uh, now, Mary. New decade. Come on. I know. I, I, you know what? It's, you know, it's, it's challenging for me to read. You know that. I, I could count um, both hands how many that's, books that's I've read audio. my entire life. Do you like audio? Because mm. I've debated about whether or not to do an audio version. Ooh. It depends. I'll, I'll be very honest. It depends. That, that also has to... I, I really think there's something wrong with me, but that also has to... No, you're fine. <laughs> so I, I think I'm just going to stick with the book because I actually do like it, and I'm, I'm mm -hmm. trying to train myself to read more. Um, you know, even though I'm over 40 already, but, um, that's okay. I, mean, I, mix, I mix it up. I like, I have uh, audible. So a lot of the self work that I did, you know, you might just want to mix it up was aud audio. I oh, you know, yes. just listen to self help and just empowerment stuff that mm -hmm. way, um, mm -hmm. or digitally and hard copy. I've, I've done a mixture of all of it. So it's whatever's convenient for you at the time, whatever mood you're in. Okay. I'd be in the Atlanta traffic, just listening about confidence and how you build. I mean, I just, I did all oh, the work. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I just, and, it and they're telling me how to be present and listen at the cars going by. I mean, it's just, <laughs> like, just, just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Just deal yes. with it. Yes, yes. yes. So we're going to get you on track, Mary. Don't, don't worry. You've been better. So I will say that you have been better and you will continue to get better. And when you finish the book, uh, I'm sure you will let Dr. Indy know once you do those exercises, especially the exercise that she's talking about. Yeah, you need to like do that within the weekend. Uh-huh. And then, you know, send us an email. Tell us how it went. God have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right, I'll do the naked, the naked exercise. <laughs> no, y'all, we're not going to have that on YouTube, no. <laughs> no, please, you guys, you guys don't really want that on YouTube, thank you. They're going to be like, oh my God, put, put your clothes back on, girl. <laughs> yeah, put, them, put them on. <laughs> like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so thank you guys again, and we will see you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>